you guys, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. My name is Janina Mopola, if this is your first time listening to my podcast. Um, I love to do this podcast. I post it every single Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and YouTube. So you guys can watch today's podcast if you want. Go subscribe. Honestly, I love watching podcasts, so definitely go check that out. I am honestly so excited about today's episode. If you guys don't know, if you're new, like I am a believer, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and I love to kind of just provide different things to think about. And I think today's episode is going to be one of those. I will be bringing on my good friend, J.D. Rogers. He just recently got married to the beautiful Jenna Rogers. He is also a creative director and a pastor at the Young Adults Ministry called The Porch here in Dallas. They meet every single Tuesday. I recommend it. Um, it changed my life growing up. And I get to meet so many of you guys there all the time. It's so sweet. And so if you don't live in Dallas, you guys can still check it out. They have a podcast called Views from the Porch. You can listen to their um, sermons on actual like the porch as well. And JD and I, um, we've talked about this for a while because, you know, our friend group hangs out and we were like, man, we should do a podcast on this because I just think this is a topic that's worth kind of diving into. And I'm going to give some of my actual thoughts after the podcast as well. So stay tuned for that of just some follow-ups and other things I kind of wanted to discuss. Um, today's podcast is going to be a little bit longer. So I hope you guys got your coffee or whatever and you're ready to dive in because we're going to be talking about kind of celebrity pastors, Christian TikTok, Christian influencers, kind of just how, you know, that's like this trendy thing now. Um, and there's mixed motives and maybe you're kind of like, are they really preaching the gospel? Or are they not? Like, is this right? Is it wrong? Maybe you just want to hear our thoughts because, you know, people categorize me as a Christian influencer and JD is also a pastor, but also is now kind of into the Christian influencer world as well, I guess you could say. And so, I hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation and just find it to be challenging or inspiring, give you something to think about. And just honestly, it's just kind of a good conversation. Like we're not trying to tell you necessarily how to think, but we're just giving you guys an open dialogue of things that we think and things that we've discussed in the past. And so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, JD's links will be down below. I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts in the YouTube comments. Um, and I do get, you know, a little bit more vulnerable in this podcast. And so I hope you guys um, you know, don't take anything wrong from this, but just use it as a tool to kind of be like, huh, I wonder, I wonder about that. And it's also, you know, difficult to summarize this massive topic in like a 45 minute, 50 minute podcast. I mean, there's so much nuance. We could literally talk about this for hours and hours and hours. And so just know there's other thoughts that we have and maybe other things that you have that you're like, I wish they talked about that. I wish we did too. I wish it was a longer podcast, but JD had to go. Those are some of my intro thoughts on this podcast. So anyways, let's just get right into it. Hope you guys enjoy it. And let's talk about Christian influencers and Christian TikTok. Let's do it. Okay, JD Rogers. What up? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Happy and Healthy, where you're actually in person. We we tried to do this yeah. virtually and it went it went so so bad. Yeah, it was just rough. It was in the middle of <laughs> snowpocalypse. Yep. I didn't even think I knew I was being recorded. So I'm over here like scratching my head, fixing my jacket, <laughs> like nothing professional. Sorry about that if you were watching. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. So he was in snowpocalypse because Dallas had this like whole snowstorm thingy happen. Mm-hmm. And the Wi-Fi, like all power, everything, it was rough. So we, okay, now that I'm back in Dallas, we're like, we're doing this in person. Yep. 
For sure. So I'm super excited to have you on because you're a pastor. I want to hear more about your story or share that story with people. Um, sorry if I keep looking this way because I look at the camera. Do you prefer if we like... I think I'll go I back like, and forth. I tend to go back and forth. So I'm I like sorry talk to you sometimes, then yeah. I'll talk to them. Talk to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you get it. And so, yeah, I wanted to bring you in person because, you know, you're a pastor. You have some strong thoughts. And specifically why I wanted to bring you on is because you did this post on Instagram, and it's literally titled, My Thoughts on Hashtag Christian TikTok, Christian Influencers, and Celebrity Pastors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, he went there because yeah. nobody really wants to say that. And mm. I reshared the post and I said, wow, this was kind of convicting as well as inspiring. And I kind of want to talk about that. I also want to talk about um, just kind of like progressive Christianity, because I think that bleeds into the Christian TikTok, bleeds into celebrity pastors. And then I also kind of want to roughly talk about um, just like, other Christians calling at other Christians and like basically kind of saying like, I'm better than you. And like your approach is wrong and kind of how do we handle that? And so I feel like you're a good person to bring on because you are a pastor, you're in this world, but you're also kind of diving into a little bit of the influencer world, if you will. It's weird. (laughs) I know. So we can talk about that as well. So yeah, kind of tell everybody like who you are, what you do. And then I want to jump into this. Yeah, so I think the reason why I'm thankful that we're getting to have this conversation is because I think the reason why I'm having to address these things and share my thoughts and go to God's word is because I'm finding myself someone who is both a Christian, someone who is trying to live a life marked by humility and truly give God all the glory with everything I do. I, and the thing is, is in the last two years, though, I've been given a microphone. That's the only thing that's changed in my life. Is yeah. And the thing is, is the microphone's not a point in my life. It's not just a part of my life. And the microphone is simply a definition. Um, it's like, hey, they say it describes me. It's like JD is someone who sometimes speaks. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes what happens with these people is what was first describing them is now defining them and Mm. their microphone is now what defines them how much time they get in front of people Mm. how many people are listening the views and what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to at an early stage as like you said i'm like wow i am you know people are saying to me hey you're 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 influencing my life or your sermons i heard them and people in different states i'm and so i'm going i better no, I better ground myself yep. in what I think about this because before I got the microphone, I had thoughts. And I would say that those thoughts were very, because I wasn't in it, it was easy to be more, uh, it's an easier to negatively interpret. Mm-hmm. I would cast a lot of stones and say, these people, they're not about God. They're about their own platforms. Mm-hmm. And then what are you doing? God says, okay, big boy, like, here's the mic. Yeah. Honor me, follow me. Mm-hmm. Well, what if people think that I'm doing what I used to accuse people of doing, hey, do you live for man or do you live for me? And we know that God's word says um, that we only should live for the approval of one, which is God. And that's so hard. It's so hard before the microphone. It's hard with the microphone. And so a little bit of just color to that. What I do, I'm a creative director of a young adult ministry here in Dallas called The Porch. And I'm also, uh, with that, a podcast host for The Porch. Uh, We have a lifestyle podcast called Views from The Porch. And then I'm also a secondary communicator, which means – when uh, the director, DMARV, he's awesome. Whenever he needs a break to be with his family or whatever, I step in a lot of times and mm-hmm. speak for him. And so with that has come speaking opportunities. With that, you know, the Porch brand, it's a trusted brand. And so people are like, man, we want you to come speak at camps or at our um, conferences. And I have found myself 
in the position of people I used to cast stones at. <laughs> and that funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm having to like dodge stones. Yeah. And catch stones and and drop stones, honestly. Mm. And so I want to just start off by saying that, like, if you're someone that has had, man, just either been hurt by this kind of progressive Christianity, has been um, hurt by pastors who had their own agenda and not follow God's word and his agenda mm -hmm. for the church, I want to first say that, like, your feelings are real. And I understand why you are at the place that you're at, because I've been there. And I know that it can be so hard when you're just watching someone from a screen and that relational equity isn't there. And when you're just watching the world kind of seem to lose its way, when you read God's word and you see God's church and the two aren't aligning, that can cause a lot of just hurt yeah. that causes you to like, what do I do with this? And then I can sometimes I think what we have to do is sit in the tension with people that we don't know and go, I don't want to let this observation turn into negative interpretation. I don't want it to become negative. I yeah. don't want it to become bitter or just resentful towards God's people because more than anything, what I've learned is, man, he wants us to assume the best, mm -hmm. to run to hard things, to have conflict, to be the church, and to be unified because when we are most unified, he is most glorified. So a little bit of color yep. to this conversation. So, yeah, first of all, I mean, I I love that you even talked about that. Just like, okay, like I came from throwing stones and now I'm catching the stones. And it's just so funny how that can flip pretty fast because, you know, you can be pointing these fingers and all of a sudden you get on stage and you're like, oh, this is what that feels like. And I've been there too. And it's scary because now as a pastor, as a quote unquote Christian influencer, you're held double accountable. You're held mm -hmm. to a higher standard. And so if you're going to be throwing these stones, you better, you better be able to ready to like take them as well. Like if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, really quickly, how long have you been a pastor now? Yeah, it's even crazy that people people are more and more saying, like, you know, you're one of my pastors, and I'm like, whoa, because yeah. my title is creative director, but the beauty of God's word and, like, all of us, in a sense, are pastors. And mm -hmm. so because I teach God's word, because I evangelize, because I, I talk, I disciple people, I do consider myself a pastor, and I would say I've been doing that from, like, a stage one-to-many presence for yeah. uh, going on two and a half years. But my first stage was a big one. It was the porch. Yeah. And so. And how many young adults are in that? So in the room, we, we say our, our on average is about 3,000. Wow. Um, and then we have, I think right now, 13 satellite locations that tune in on Tuesday nights in different that states. That is so crazy. And then obviously we have Porch Nation, which is just our podcast listeners. And they come in for mm -hmm. our Awaken conference, our mm -hmm. kind of Porch National conference that we have. And so um, it's, a, it's a wide audience. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of want to just dive into this post that you made and like what inspired it? Why did you make this and kind of just dive us deep into this, like behind the thoughts of this post. And if y'all haven't seen the post, just go to his page or we'll try to have it linked down below and you guys can read more. So yeah, when you made this post, what was the thing that like finally just, you were like, I just need to make this. I need to say something. Yeah. I think I was finding myself in the tension of, yeah, a microphone was given to me, and yeah, I'm being held to a higher standard, but, like, I still feel so normal, mm -hmm. but I'm being accused, you know, which I get it. I've, I've done it, so I get it, but, like, people who don't know me, they're like, are you letting this all get to your head, or yada, 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 mm -hmm. and I'm thankful. I'm thankful that people want to, like, they love me enough to want to tell me when they see something that they're perceiving is off, but I think then, I'm anytime that I'm brought with something 
I go and I investigate. I don't just dismiss it. I want to go to God's word. I want to go to the people that actually know me, my tribe, and go, hey, here's what was presented. Speak into this. I got to walk through my personal stuff with that feedback and decide, hey, here's why I want to help with perception here, and here's why I want to you know, this, normalize this and all these different things. But I then, though, was like, what, what can we do? What are they getting from just the church culture as a whole? And, like, where am I seeing us drift as a church in like, where they are right? Yeah. And, like, because I do think there are people, call them false teachers, you could call them just self False prophets, whatever yeah, you want to call like it. They want it, they want it for themselves yeah. and the name they'll cloak it with God, but it's really about building their own kingdom. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing God honoring about that. And mm-hmm. I do want to raise a voice and it's like share in people's concerns. Cause I have them and I've had them. So that's kind of how it began. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. People, cause people did comment on my post. Well, Hey, aren't you a Christian influencer? Yeah. And I'm like, Well, I'm like, uh, and that's what, that's what's so funny about this conversation. Why I think you have to have it is because I don't think that anyone, there's not a definition and you can't be like, Uh this is yes to you, no to you. At the end of the day, all Christians are called to be influential for God's word and for God's people and for God's kingdom. And so, yes, I am, but I don't want, I don't say that as a cop out, but I also say, you know, at the end of the day, we all have something to steward. Like, and if you're going to be on social media or if you're going to be in the workplace, like you're going to have a family, it's your job to influence it according to God's word for his people and his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so all of us need to like, we all benefit from this conversation, not just what the world deems as the Christian influencer, but you Christian have something to take away from, I think these thoughts as we steward our platforms for God's glory. Right. I, that was awesome. And and so what are what are your thoughts? Because you you'd give this whole post in here, you're like, hey, yeah. no shade on Christian TikTok, but it's it's too trendy, it's moving too fast for me. I can't keep up, don't get me wrong. Some of y'all are funny, but my main thought here is to be very cautious when a trend and truth collide. The truth is anything but trendy, but just ask yourself if you're you're proclaiming the whole truth with your platform and working on balance and fun and faith as well because the reason why I liked it so much is that I'm scrolling on TikTok as well, and I'm seeing this happen as well. Yeah. I'm seeing people give these, you know, short verses, and it's hard because you're like, okay, at the end of the day, like, they are sharing the gospel, but the problem is that people are going on TikTok relying, for, relying on TikTok for their whole faith, and I'm like, you just got one verse in there, and I want people to use that as hopefully, like, a tool to say, okay, that's beneficial, that motivated me, that encouraged me, but that can't be your end-all, be-all for your faith. That it cannot be where you're getting all your scripture, all your truth. Like, you have to open up the Bible yourself. I want to encourage you guys to do that. And so, yeah, again, just kind of walk me through, like, what were your thoughts and what do you find to be dangerous, but what do you also find to be beneficial? Yeah, that's good. So, like, I want to just preface by saying, at the end of the day, I'm not your Holy Spirit. And like you, this is why everything that you do publicly has to overflow from something taking place intimately between you and God. And if you are posting more than you're praying, I would go ahead and just tell you, stop. Like you want to be praying and all your posts to be informed by your prayers. And I think so many people like, that's just the stuff. I'm not saying stop. I'm not saying do or don't. I'm saying prioritize. Yeah. Like that's all I'm asking. I'm I'm using words like caution. I'm not right. saying stop. Don't, I'm saying yeah. yellow. I'm saying I'm not saying red. I'm saying yellow. I'm saying, hey, slow down and think. 
mm-hmm. because when it when you do take off and when you do go viral, I think sometimes like things can outpace one another. Yeah, and you, you get never, mixed motives. Exactly. Yeah, and then you and you and it's everyone's celebrating you, and you don't notice that you have food in your teeth. Mm-hmm. But this was just like a big brother being a good friend. You know how the person that says, "I'm gonna be a good friend," and tell you because you feel uncomfortable. You're like. I'm going to make you feel a little weird, mm-hmm. but it's better than sitting for the whole day with food in your teeth. And so you're like, <laughs> you preface and you're like, I'm going to be a good friend yeah. and let you know because all these people have been bad friends. And that's the same with this post. It's yeah. like, it's going to be the little bit of the call out to tell you like you got food in your teeth and you're going to like feel a little comfortable in the moment, but how much better than being ignorant all day. Does right. that make sense? And that's the, that's the heart of the post. And I have to read it too. Right. And I love that you were like, Ooh, thank you. A little convicting, like cut yeah. that out. Like, that's good. And such the posture. I hope that y'all are receiving it that way as well. And so this is a, from a place of love and going, me too. And I hope that people would say the same to me too. And so with Christian TikTok, you know, we have to realize that the algorithm's purpose is to a- attract your attention yep. from the moment you see it. And then it's, and it's, you're just going and going and going. And I think that people, what can start to happen is we as Christians can start to rely on strategy more than the spirit. Oh, that's and, good. And we can think like, oh, okay, what's going to be the strategic thing that gets people yeah. to listen to this? And then what you realize. And then follow me. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's like starts off with a good motive, but then strategy starts to be God. Yeah. And then what happens with that is we start to diminish here and mm-hmm. we start thinking that we need that our strategy is greater than God's word. And this is sufficient. Amen. This has everything. Second uh, Timothy three sixteen says that all Scripture is God breathed, and it can be used for correction, for teaching, for reproof, and training in all righteousness. Mm. And so, this has everything I need for instruction of life. And for me to think that anything I post on social media will add to this is a little bit of too much self glory and uh, and like too wow. high view of self. And so, first, just make sure that when strategy starts to take over, that you don't let it replace what's already enough in God, right. in his spirit, in his word, and in his people. And, and really quickly, for those yeah. wa- those not watching the YouTube video, he's holding up his Bible. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> a lot of it's audio, too, so I'm just, yeah. like, letting you all know. If you hear those little pages, it's his Bible. Yeah, 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 in here, in God's word. And so, yeah. um, and so with that, I think that what I'm seeing is, here's where I think Christians have to be careful. We are called to be salt and light. We are called to be a city on the hill that cannot be hidden. We are call to use our platforms i celebrate that Mm -hmm. but we're also our platforms are supposed to look different remember jesus's influence led him to the cross he he got more and more influential and people got more and more upset and that led him to death to the cross because it opposed people's views Mm. and i think that so many christians Here's where it gets scary. The world, yeah. the world has formed a church where both their themselves as God and God, their view of him can exist. They're like, hey, I want to form a place where I don't have to, where the Bible can be good, except for the parts that contradict my views in my life. Yeah. And so that happens. Well, then Christians see that and they're like, oh, well, I want, I want to like kind of like sneak them in to my platform. And then once they trust me, then they'll um Hear the hard truth. I, mm. I get it. I get that completely. But you can't do that at the expense of compromise. Because, like, you know, what that can look like then is, well, then all my platform is going to just be, like, jokes. Right. We're talking about eternities. Mm. It's not all jokes. 
And right now, my fear is like, oh, well, you sound like a Debbie Downer. You hate. I'm like, I love those videos. You're talking about like the fun ones yeah. on TikTok of like people. They get me through my day. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I love them. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm saying is like, they should be a thing, not the thing. Like, let it be a part of your ministry, yeah. but not your ministry. I like, completely agree. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. And I think you're, touch- you're touching upon such good things because. Like I was saying, like, there's such a mixed motive there, and that's where it becomes really dangerous because you know, okay, if I post this Christian video, I know the algorithm's going to hit it, it's going to blow up, it's going to do amazing, mm-hmm. this gets me more followers, more followers we create some more money, more money equates to buying, you know, all these different things, and followers equates to maybe more opportunities, some trips, some brand deals, Ooh, okay, so I know this works. So then again, your motives are not pure any longer. Mm-hmm. And you're using God as a means to gain for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that becomes where it gets very, very scary. Because I do believe that the Lord, it, it talks about, you know, how God will humble the proud and he will elevate the humble. And so it's so important if this is something you're wanting to do um, to check your heart and have people check your heart, people that aren't impressed by you. Because there's been times, I will be so blatantly honest, my motives have been wrong. And people have been like, you need to check your heart. Like, Jenny mm-hmm. Allen calls me out. <laughs> I'm like, call me out, Jenny. I need it. Yeah. Because you do need this. Because mm-hmm. it, it is so easy. No one's watching you. You're in your bedroom. You're making these little videos. And you're just like, yeah, this is going to hit the algorithm. And so it's just dangerous. And so that's why I was looking at your post, being like, okay, that was convicting, but also inspiring. And yeah. I liked it. And I've seen this happen on TikTok so, so much. And, I mean, even with, like, the Passion Conference, I don't know if you saw any of those videos. I did. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of hard to watch. But, yeah, some people being like, yeah, I'm in the VIP suite. Look at me, baby. Like, yeah. again, like, using the fact that they're this Christian influencer, but they're also in the VIP suite, and they flew first class there and whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe they didn't say about first class. But, Again, just being careful that you're not, you know, selfishly gaining this because mm-hmm. you like the perks that it comes with it. And it's like, well, people in the Bible were literally, get, literally getting beheaded because of this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Any thoughts? Yeah. I To carry on with that idea, I, like, talked about Christian TikTok. And my point is, is, like, TikTok right now is just the trend. And so my, my quick synopsis there is, like, hey, trend cannot outpace truth. Strategy mm-hmm. cannot outpace the spirit. And so – like, make sure that you are just prioritizing correctly. It doesn't mean start or stop. It just means, like, be submissive to the Spirit and what God's Word calls you to do. With Christian influencers and that idea about, like, oh, look at the perks, the perks, the perks, the brand deals, the opportunities. Yeah. That's where I would say now, again, not saying those things are bad things. If they're the thing, caution. Here's why. When I've been, I'm studying the book of Acts right now, and... You are too, right? Yep. And so mm-hmm. you've probably seen what I've seen, observed that. So the disciples started the church, Pentecost, which was just kind of like the time where the spirit fell on these people who believed in God and the church spread like wildfire. It like, mm-hmm. it just took off. And now suddenly these 12 men who were fishermen, like kind of like my story, kind of like Janine's story, yep. like just fishermen are now literally people are trying to just touch their shadows. So crazy. That's how much influence they have overnight. And it says thousands were, be, were being added to their number day by day. It was taking off. This looks like the modern day church that gets super trendy and popular. It goes viral. And goes viral. Yeah. And now everyone's following them. Everyone wants to be like them. They're modeling after them. That's what this looks like today. And so now these people are influential. But here's what's interesting. Their influence led not to perks, but to persecution. Ooh. Like you see in every A part. Bar. 
of acts, like you see they would have this moment. People are trying to touch their shadows. They're trying to touch their cloaks. They're like listening to them. And then it says the religious leaders or the Roman leaders came, took them, imprisoned them because they basically were building a two, they were building too big the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Like the kingdom of God was getting too big and like the Roman um, government like kings and, and all, all these people were mm-hmm. like, they're going to get too big and so we got to like suppress them and yeah. persecution came for what they stood up with. And then you put them in the prisons and they didn't stop preaching. Yeah, They were whipping them and they were dying. They were being crucified upside down. Their influence led them to death. Like, so crazy. That is sobering because mm. right now it seems like the world is offering a Christian influence that can lead to your own kingdom, can lead to comfort, can lead to power, all these different things. That's what it seems like you can do. Right. And I'm like, that's just not what I see. Like those who follow Christ, it says that light cannot coexist with darkness. Like you cannot be celebrated by the world and live for God because the, because the world it says in the Bible opposes God. Mm -hmm. Like the world doesn't want God. And so it's really, you have to ask yourself, man, if the world is just constantly celebrating me, am I truly doing anything for the Lord? Right. And only you can know that. That's yeah. the thing. I'm not telling you what's true of you. Only, I'm asking you to search. The David, so many times in the Psalms, David so many times said, search me and know me, oh God. Mm-hmm. Like, blot out my wicked ways. Like, test me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, search me. Like, test the spirits. Take every thought captive and make it a slave to Christ. There's so many, there's such power in self-awareness. Yeah. And taking the time to go, I know myself, I know my ditches, doesn't mean that I should just sit and go, oh, I can't do that because what if I get prideful? No, that's of the enemy. That's a lie. Yep. But have the right people around you and do enough spirit-led self-evaluation that can acknowledge, hey, I'm getting a little off track. Yep. And so yep. if a good way to go, how much am I being celebrated versus criticized and versus persecuted for what I'm standing up with because it doesn't fall in line with what the world wants? Like, mm-hmm. Let that maybe be one of the metrics you use to determine how you're using your influence. So, so good. Yeah, I am, gosh, like this again, like I love these conversations because it's important for me to have these reminders because Mm -hmm. I didn't start off being a quote unquote Christian influencer. It's like, it's honestly like even weird for me to say that that's what people describe me as, oh, Christian influencer. And I just was like, I just started off as a YouTuber posting about my cheerleading videos. Like it was so, such a weird transition. And I think it's so important. Like, I mean, I live with Maddie and like, we're both kind of in this realm where we're posting faith videos, but we're also still posting fashion. And it's Mm -hmm. like this weird thing where we, we constantly talk about this. We're like, Oh my gosh. Like we feel like we live in this tension of like somewhat like help, like with the world, but also like fully in with God, but we're trying to make a living, but we're still trying to share the gospel our, our motives mix. Like we constantly have to refine each other. We literally had a conversation just the other night of like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't post that anymore because it's giving a mixed message. It's kind of conflicting. And so it's like, we're still trying to figure this out because it is new. Like mm-hmm. it's weird when pastors didn't have Instagram before mm-hmm. and now they're having, they're now having Instagram and everyone's like, Hey, your feed has to look like this. You got to post these cute little trendy one minute videos with captions where you're preaching hard on the stage and your shoes are dope and your outfits trendy and your yeah. background has flashy lights. And the song is just, just right where it makes you want to tear up a little bit. Yeah, It's like, it's so hard because everyone's trying to keep up this brand and this image. And it's like, Hey, if you want to get these speaking engagements, if you want to get this book opportunity, you got to grow your Instagram, you got to grow your Instagram. And I was talking to one of my good friends about this just recently. She has this amazing story and message and she's about to write a book and the publishers are like, well, what's, let me see your Instagram. Like they're kind of Mm -hmm. like, how many followers do you have on your Instagram? And it like, 
it's again like it's not just that we're mixing the motives like other people are too they're like in order for you to have this book and to do well we need to see that you have a platform so it's like no wonder why everyone wants followers no wonder why everyone's chasing this because our value is equated to how many followers and likes and engagement you have and that's exhausting like you it's exhausting and it's scary even what you were saying you're like if you're only receiving praise like you probably you're doing something wrong if you are going to be a christian influencer and that's very humbling and convicting for me. And like, I literally just made, and we talked about this, I think in the, um, the last podcast that we did at the porch when you get scared to go look at the comments, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? I made this Q and a the other day and I said some things I kept being like, some of y'all aren't going to like this. You're not going to like this. I stopped looking at the comments because I genuinely am like so scared because I know people aren't going to like me. And I was like, yeah. I'm just going to say it anyway, because I just want to say it and I want to provide the truth. But I'm, I'm genuinely like, it's still hard for me to see when people don't like me or disagree with me because what I'm saying is not what everyone likes to hear. Yeah. We like to be liked. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's, we are human. Yep. And I think sometimes <laughs> like we all just have to go <sighs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm figuring this out Yep, just like anyone else. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's more pressure with influence to be a leader, but guess what? I'm gonna, the disciples, the disciples who walked, with Jesus sinned and got motives wrong. I mean, Peter at the last moments with walking with Jesus after seeing all of this, him being crucified Mm -mm. and raised again was like, so wait, you're going to, I'm going to be a martyr for you. What about John? (laughs) You know, like (laughs) what about your beloved? He's like pointing and he, and then Jesus is like, Hey, what I do with John, let me do with him. Right. You focus on, do you love me? Mm -hmm. Like go feed my sheep. And I think that, the like wrestling and being like, well, what about the haters and the motives and all of that? I think Jesus is saying like, Hey, like, do you love me? I know you love me. Like we're saying to God, like, man, I don't know how I should post and mix fashion and faith. And like, mm-hmm. you're coming, we're coming like Peter and we're like, God, you know, I love you. Right. Like, you know, I do. And he's saying, I do. So just go be faithful. Mm-hmm. Like go do what I've called you to do and know though that I might call you to the, to be martyred. Like yeah. I might call you to persecution. Will you trust me? Right. And that's what I think we just have to remind each other of, you know, and the thing about like, you got to get followers, you got to get followers. You know, Paul, it's not wrong to have a following. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. I think what we have to be careful is not <laughs> that, that what I would say to your, your friend, is it wrong for me to try to get followers? Here's where it would be wrong. If you're saying, follow me as I follow Christ with your platform, but internally you're saying, follow me as I follow what this book company wants. Right. That's where we get out of line is where this book company says, I have to have followers. So now I'm going to go on this wheel, like this hamster wheel of working so hard in the name of God, but I'm really doing it to appease these people. And it's like, has God called you to write the book? Right. If God's called you to write the book, whether you have 2,000 followers or 20, I've seen people with 200,000 followers whose book has tanked. It's not about followers. Yeah, it, it can be a thing, but it's not the thing. God anoints and blesses. God does not need your following. Okay, so like your your job is to be faithful. And I would hope that girl is writing. Yeah, you know, she's in her room just writing. The pen. She is. And I know this girl's been faithful. And I told her that. I was so like, cool. I was like, your book is going to crush it because I know who you are offline. Yeah. I know the videos that you do post 
are actually coming from a good, genuine heart posture. And that's why I can back her up. And I think I'm just kind of basically wanting to kind of, you know, restate or not even restate because I haven't said it, but... I don't think that Christian TikTok is bad. I don't think that's yeah. what we're saying. We're not saying Christian influencers are bad. We're not saying that. We're I just saying, <laughs> no, I, cause I mean, that's literally like my job and I genuinely, I do it because I love to share the gospel. I feel like if I had this platform, if I had this voice, why would I not share that? But again, you do have to constantly in the secret place, check your heart. Lord is what I'm doing. Is this really about you or is this about me? And again, having the friends that are like, Hey, I don't know. I think you might've missed the mark on that one kind of people calling you out on that. And I'm not saying that it's bad because I have grown so much spiritually by other Christian influencers. I love scrolling on my feed and being challenged, having something inspire me, something call me out. Like I love that. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that's what we're doing as well. But we're just kind of saying, Hey, make sure that's not the only place that you're getting your good news from that you're getting Bible verses from you're getting accountability from like you need that in your real life as well. Yeah. Can I celebrate you really quick? I was celebrating you behind your back the other day to DMAR, my boss Uh. and other people. We were all watching your TikTok and um, (laughs) you you posted a TikTok and you're like, some of you girls aren't going to want to hear this. Mm. And it was about dating. And you said something. Oh, help me remember if I I can't. I said, because you're you're doing, you're up to no good with your boyfriend and you know it. And you're just. You want God to bless your relationship, but you don't want to give it to God. Yeah. Essentially is what you said. I said you're compromising for comfort. Yes. And I'm like, people don't want to hear that. Mm. And then you did this recent uh, podcast I saw on Manifestation. You are telling people in that people moment. People don't like me for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, you, you're you telling people, hey, to think that you can manifest something. Well, guess what? Where were all of you manifestors when COVID was here? Mm. Were you manifesting COVID away for the world? Mm. Have you? <laughs> no, you weren't. You couldn't. You are living in a false reality. You were telling people that. You yeah. were saying, hey, you got to wake up. And like, yeah. and you're not even, you're not even like shaming them. Yeah, I said you're, lovingly. I was like, I just want to provide this truth. There like, is more peace. If it's up to you and you're manifesting COVID to go away and it's not, that's a life of disappointment. But what we're saying is God who manifests all, God who says when COVID can start and stop, God who allows all things, when you surrender to him, that then now allows your life to trust him and to continue on. Like let him deal with the results and w- walk a life of peace. And it's not up yeah. to you. You don't actually want a life that's up to you. Anyways, shameless plug for manifestation. With that, I said, it is so cool to see Janine's growth because I think that what I am, when I first started being your friend and following, we all were in this kind of journey together yeah. and I'm watching you take like baby steps <laughs> and now to see where God has brought you, like he is honoring that, like wow. truly he is honoring it. And I know your followers are like, man, what we want is for Janine to be real. We want her to be honest. Like we claim that. And so that means that people can sniff out when mm-hmm. you're giving them what they want, yeah. what you think they want. They're like, yeah. well, we, we follow you. We trust you because we trust what you have to say. And those that don't, like, that's probably not who you want in your tribe anyways. Yeah. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yep. And so I just want to just, like, acknowledge, like, as someone who I've seen sit in the tension and continuing to trust God every step of the way, like, this is someone that you, like, Janine is someone that you can look to who is modeling this so well. Because she's not saying start or stop. She's saying, I'm in the wrestling. Yeah. I'm in it. And, like, I'm going to get things wrong. But I promise, like, as someone who sees behind the screen of Janine's life, like, she is truly trying to follow and surrender her life to the Lord. It's so encouraging to see. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, that's so sweet. And of course. I, I wish more people did understand the wrestle and the tension that I live in. It's, a, it's literally, like, a daily battle for me 
of just like, Lord, like, oh, check my heart. Like, is this right? Like, do I post this? Do I delete that? Like, Mm -hmm. what old things have I said that maybe aren't true that I need to go through and get rid of or just all sorts of things like that. And it's really, it's scary because I've, I've left the kind of the old ways and people are like, I don't like the old, I don't like the new you. Like, I hate that you want to talk about your faith. Mm -hmm. And then some people have been like, I have been praying for you followers. I've been watching you for five, 10 years. I've been praying for you. And it's so cool to see the journey you've made. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of you. And they're like, I love following you 10 times more because you're actually providing substantial information. And I'm like, well, thank you. (laughs) So thank you for saying that. For sure. Um, I want to, I want to address, um, something else in the post. Yeah. First, I want to say if you're following a pastor that if you've acknowledged like, Hey, there, this is not, this ain't it. Like mm. this ain't what God's word is teaching. And like, I don't see this anywhere in scripture. I would just say, leave, like mm-hmm. unfollow them, leave, like who you listen to matters. And like what informs your theology matters. And mm-hmm. so it's just simple. Like don't ever complicate it. I, I mentioned that in the post. And like, if you're an aspiring pastor, mm-hmm. like just stay so alert and have, and I think that really comes down like Jenny Allen's book. Like, I think that comes yeah. down to people, mm-hmm. like the people mm-hmm. around you, like you're going to get it wrong. And people who will lovingly say, Hey, we all get it wrong. Like let's course correct. And that, that, I'm going to keep it that simple. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to do is like, what do we do? And I want to talk to the, about the people and I'm, the post I made this about the people who would say, I'm not what the world says as a Christian influencer. I struggle with these negative interpretations of people. How am I supposed to respond? Like, how do I, not judge people like Janine or JD or uh, Judah Smith or like people I don't know. Right. Like how do I not like, how do I truly just love them as a brother and sister in Christ? And I think first you have to make sure that you understand your influence. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. you understand your role is no different than ours and our role is no greater than you. And when you start to see your life as a life of intentional, passionate purpose and mission for the glory of God, and that you exist to bring him glory, and that you are his son and his daughter, that he has created, and he has given you Christ Jesus, that you can do excellent works and walk in them. When you start to believe that, you start to look way more up and not as much out. Mm. And your focus is constantly on your knees, looking up at God going, what's my next faithful step? What's my next faithful step? And if you keep worrying about the steps of others, you will truly trip yourself. Like if I'm so focused on Janine's next step and what Janine should do or what that pastor should do, I'm going to trip over my own two feet because I'm Mm -hmm. so focused on their path. You have a path. You have a call from God. And I always say, man, if, if there are people that their whole life they can just go negative comment and just yeah. send people's stories to other and gossip about them, I'm like, those are people who lack mission. Those are people who do not understand their calling and their mm. role as a son and daughter of God. Because when you understand that the work is much, but the heart, the, the laborers are few, we don't have time. Right. We don't have time to go, yeah. that laborer is not harvesting right. That laborer is not harvesting right. You're like, thank God there are more laborers. Yeah. Like, we got to go. There's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, get busy. Get exactly. busy doing your thing. That and God's that will help. You like, that will help. And I yeah. noticed that a lot of times when I was following these people and having negative interpretations of them, it was actually because of my own insecurity Mm. and I lacked a sense of purpose and I had to redirect that and give that to God. The second thing I would say is there's this moment in scripture. I think we found it in Philippians, but Mm -hmm. um, Paul is saying like, man, I'll whip it out. Right. I took a picture of it. Sweet. Yeah. It's like what you'll read is like, it's like whether they are influential, whether they're, here you go, you can read it. Sweet. (laughs) 
Paul basically says, what does it matter? The important thing that is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice. Basically like, mm-hmm. wow, are these people doing it from right motive or wrong motive? And Paul's going, what does it matter? Like Jesus Christ is being preached. Yeah. The name of Jesus is being heard around the world. Yeah. And you can rest in the fact that one day God is going to judge. We see in scripture that God's going to judge every person based off of what he gave to them and how they stewarded it. If that person, I'm not claiming that Christ isn't in them because they could just be, you know, walking down a, a, you know, a sinful path, but they could have Christ in their heart. I don't know. That's what God knows. But God is going to go, hey, here's what I gave you and you stewarded it wrongly. I love you, but I'm judging you based off what, basically what I'm saying is God gets to deal with that. It's not your responsibility. You're going to go one day, God's going to deal with me. And Mm -hmm. I want to hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. And if I go up there and go, well, what about them? What about them? God's like, no, 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 I'm talking to you. And so when you think about that conversation, that moment with God, how are you doing? Like, how will the conversation go? And because God's not going to be interested in what you thought about Janine. He's not going to be like, so tell me what you thought, how you thought Janine did with yeah. her service. <laughs> tell wow. me how you thought that pastor did with their influence. He's going to go, let's talk about you. Mm. So that is so good. I, well. Actually, no, we have a sound effect on here for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite things yeah, to that's use. Fun. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, I think we do have that. No way. Where is it? Uh, no, oh. we don't. No, wait, no. Oh, I'm like, don't. we're all influencers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that one should have been it. <laughs> that one should have been the one. Uh, I love that. And I think my last comment kind of would just be that, you know, Instead of going and like picking apart these Christian influencers and celebrity pastors or whatever is going on, I know we didn't really get time to kind of really dive into like the celebrity pastor realm, but just pray for them. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that people came to me and they said, Jay, I've been praying for you for the last five years. Thank you Mm -hmm. because I needed that. And just know that there's a pastor that probably needs your prayers as well. And again, the Lord will humble and correct him in the way that he needs to do it. It's not your responsibility to go and like send him this nasty DM or email. Like you're a false prophet. You're not. It's like, just pray for him. Pray that the Lord would show him and open his eyes and correct him. And the good thing is that people are still getting the gospel and hopefully it's a it's a real gospel it's a true gospel it's Mm -hmm. not a false gospel but that people are still hearing the name of jesus and so just pray for them and um i think that'd be kind of my final thought on that yeah what if i pray for them now let's pray let's do it yeah god i thank you so much for this opportunity to just come and uh talk about you and your goodness and how our call is to use our influence whatever that looks like to steward for your glory and i pray that all of us would seek to Uh, celebrate and encourage and spur one another on as we seek to do that. I pray that we would constantly look within and uh, look at your spirit and let him guide every decision and choice that we make with our life. We do pray for the pastors and the Mm -hmm. people with great influence. What a weight, what a weight to carry. We ask right now that you would um, just come and move in their life. Would you bring health to their family? Mm. Would you bring just connectivity to their spouses? Would you continue to inspire them to lead uh, your church to be a, p- a people who are different uh, for your name and your glory. And so mm. we love you. I pray over everyone listening right now. I just pray wherever, wherever they're at with you would right now, they just open up their hands and their hearts in a posture of surrender to you. And would yeah. you just move in their life? Would you take their word and your truth farther than ever before through them? 
In your name that I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for doing that. Of course. Thank you for being willing to talk about this. Um, if you guys want to check out, you know, his post, uh, your Instagram is what, just JD Rogers? Yeah, JD underscore Rogers. Yeah. R-O-D-G-E-R-S. <laughs> like Aaron yeah. Rogers. <laughs> It'll be linked down below. You guys can check it out. And I think just my last thing I want to say is, like, um, you, you didn't make the post as a way to divide or as a way to kind of shame people. You really just pro- had it as a way of a thought-provoking thing. Mm-hmm. And so thanks for being bold as well because I know you were just saying, you know, I was bold, but, like, you've been bold as well. So mm-hmm. thank you for that, and thank you for everything you do because I know that the porch and what you're doing is changing so many people's lives. That's why I point people back to it. I'm like, check this out, check this out. And so thank you for your heart and what you do, and I really hope this does help people. So thank you guys for listening. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Thanks, J.D., and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya.